Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. That happened a whole lot. I did not. I did not. I did not use the word dumb. I, I. I. Listen. When you're married, and you're married for as long as you know, Riz and I have been married, you choose your words very carefully. <laughs> I did not say dumb. You, you may feel dumb by what I said, but I didn't call you dumb. Uh, all, all I know is I'm looking at a Cardinals batter that I think went two for four one night in a home run, a jack, and apparently he's not hitting it hard enough, and I was just confused. I, I'm, I'm literally. I'm, so I'm trying to figure out this baseball game, and just when I thought I had an edge, hey, I'm starting to learn a little bit more about baseball and the analytics. Apparently, I just went right down the drain. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, Joey, what we've confirmed here today and uh, at the top of the show, we had a, a compilation of all of BK's bad takes, and literally everything he said the other day, everything he said was opposite. He he's, is the he's not exaggerating. All of sports radio. wrong. So don't feel bad for you texting me saying, is BK drunk? I can't confirm or deny it, but I'd probably be leaning towards the fact that maybe he had a few of them. <laughs> he probably had a couple of those seltzers uh, that, that BK and I've been loving so much. Ribs, have you ever tried any of those yet? Have you, have you, have you taken the plunge? I have. I uh, My daughter had a couple out the other day before she left, and I said to her, I go, you know what? I've been telling the guys I'm going to try one of these, and black cherry was suggested to me. So I grabbed it, opened it up, took a sip. Yeah, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> it's just not for me, Joey. Like, I feel like it's got this aspartame kind of taste to it. I don't know. When I'm drinking something that I want to get a buzz on with, I just don't feel like it's the seltzer, the taste that I'm looking for. Joey, I tried something new the other night, by the way. The Canteen Black Cherry Vodka Sodas. I got to be honest, pretty good. Pretty good. Whoa, whoa. I have not, gone, I have not taken that, that plunge yet. BK, but I like I like where your head's at. I'm, I'm going to give it a little whirl. I think I think anything you can add vodka in at this point in the pandemic, I'm I'm all for. They have these uh, high noon seltzers. I don't know if you guys have heard of these quite yet. Yeah, I have. I heard of them. Okay, so they're all out everywhere. So they're they're made with real juice and like high quality vodka. So they don't have as much of a seltzer bubble kind of acid. Okay, now you're talking. It. So I was playing pickleball with a couple of the boys. You know Kramer, Kyle Kramer, the other day, Rib Dog, Cosmo, uh, Kyle, yes. Yeah, Crazy, Crazy K, yeah. him, Chris Aracino, and uh, Derek Rolla. We're, we're in this pickleball. We do this men's little pickleball night, the four of us, and we were just pounding high moons. I had to take an Uber home. It was one of the best <laughs> nights of my life. I love it. I love it. Joey, that sounds a lot more fun than what we had last night watching that Blues game with the way that it finished. Let's start with this, just kind of an overall thought on it. What was different in the Blues game last night compared to what we saw from them in game four, in your opinion? Well, I thought they they looked way better 
in, in games in the game last night than they did in game four for a period and a half. You know, that was that was the best the Blues had looked since they arrived in Edmonton, I thought, personally. You know, you look at going up three to one, you got a stranglehold not on the game, you got a stranglehold on the series, my friend. I mean, three to one, you had three opportunities, point blank grade A areas to put this thing away. I'm talking the series. Because Vancouver was hanging on by a threat. They had absolutely nothing at this point. Uh, the Blues can't capitalize. And I know that Braden Shen's comments, you know, we maybe took our foot off the gas. I, I think that's I think there's some truth to that. You know, listen, did, did Robert Thomas want to score? Of course he did. Did Jacob Delarose want to score when he was NBA? Yeah. David Prawn, back door. Did he want to put it in? Of course he did. I'm not saying that they didn't want to score, but I'm just saying that there's an opportunity to go up even by a bigger margin. The Blues don't. But even at the same time, was that the transitioning, the turning point in the game? I, I still don't think so. You're still in a good spot. You're up by two goals. You know, Jake Allen's been so steady and so solid for this team, but that Vertanen goal on the goal line, that just it seemed like it took the wind out of the blue sails. It gave a lot of energy to Vancouver. And that and that was a weird one last night, guys. Like to me, I don't know about you, Jamie, but that was that was one the blues just you, you have to have that one. And now that they don't, they got their work cut out for them. Yeah, Joey, look, I, we talked about it earlier in the show. I said, you know, you got Petro breaking his stick for a weird goal there. You've got a puck hitting a player, then a linesman for a breakaway for a weird one. And then you have Jake that, you know, let's be honest, he was cheating off the post, thinking there was a backdoor play when there wasn't. And Vertanen sneaks it in on him short side. So I guess this leads me to my next question, which is gonna, which is the hot topic of the day, of course, is – do we see Jordan Bennington in game six for the St. Louis Blues? Well, that's that's the million-dollar question or the, I guess, the $4 million question. I think, I think that's what Craig Ruby makes, you know, because this is going to be this is going to be the probably one of the most uh, pivotal decisions he's had to make and difficult decisions he's had to make since he's arrived as the head coach of the St. Louis Blues team. Uh, is it a good problem to have? Yeah, you got two goalies, but this is a weird situation. You're looking at two goalies that uh, one guy in Jordan Bennington, who's just been your guy, he's been your starter. You know, he, if, if you have a game deciding or if you have an elimination game, Jordan Bennington, to me, that that's the guy he's been sitting for two, for two games. You know, you know, he's frustrated. You know, he's got that killer instinct in him. He wants to get out there. He wants to fight this way back and he wants to earn this spot again. So you have that, but he also let up some goals during those first two games to make you a little bit nervous. Does Bo Horvath have him figured out? Does JT Miller have him figured out? That low blocker looked a little, looked a little loose, right? So that's one side. But then you look at Jake Allen, who, if you, if you look at it in this series, particularly just in this series, Jake Allen has been the better goalie. He's been better than Jordan Bennington. Now, he's not on, on the sidelines right now getting all fury and fired up, but he has technically been the better goalie. He's got you guys back into this series. This is a, this is a tough one. I, I keep going back and forth on it because the thought of seeing Jordan Bennington back in there on Friday as fired up as he's going to be and wanting to prove himself again. Every time he has to prove himself, he does a good job. But at the same time, is that enough? Because from a technical standpoint, the backup in Jake Allen has been technically better than you. This is, again, I I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I, I keep going back and forth about this one. So, Joey, where I'm at on it, honestly, is I watched those saves that Markstrom made last night. And although Markstrom hasn't been stellar throughout this series the whole time, he's been very good. But he made those incredible saves last night. And in my head and in my heart, I look at it and go, those are Jordan Bennington-type timing saves like that, to where he's had those saves to win you games and win you a Stanley Cup. And so my head goes back to that, goes back to guys like Grant Fuhrer who had the big saves when you needed them. 
I also feel that the Blues, and I could be wrong, but the Blues play a little more on their heels in front of Jake, and not in a bad way, not that they don't trust him, but I just feel like they are on their toes more and they attack with more aggressiveness when Jordan Bennington is there, I think because of some of those saves that he's made to keep them in games and win games. I think it's a it's a great perspective because you can see how a, a save can turn your team into a bunch of ball a bunch of balls of energy, like we saw with Marshall last night. And it's a great point, Jamie, because we've all seen Jordan Bennington make that save where this team hasn't looked all that good, but when you see that save or two of them or three of them, then you're like, whoa, okay, let's let's go now, boys. We we need a little life here. Our goalie's being on the south, so it it, to, it totally goes both ways. And and I, and I if I if I'm hearing you right, I think you're kind of leaning towards Bennington, and and I am too, for that reason. But also, I think also you got to look at it from a coaching perspective. I mean, put your put your put yourself in Craig Berube's seat right now, okay? Imagine if you lose on Friday night. Would you rather lose knowing you went with the backup that had a bad game last game, but you kind of felt like he was just better in this series? Would you rather lose with Jake Allen in that? Or would you rather lose with your guy, Jordan Bennington, the guy who's been a stud for you since he arrived last January, right? And, and at least you know that if you lose that game, hey, we went with our guy. It's like if Wayne Gretzky's having a terrible game, right? And let's say this game goes to a shootout, and you need one guy on the ice. And let's even say Wayne Gretzky's not even a good shootout percentage, which he didn't have, right? You still put Wayne Gretzky on the ice because he's Wayne Gretzky. And I think that's that's got to be the tone. Maybe that's got to be the mindset for Craig Berube. At least I'm trying to put myself in his shoes where it would be if we lose this game, would I sleep better knowing that we lost with the backup and Jake Allen? Would I be better with that decision? Or would I be better with the decision of at least I went back to our go-to guy. We still didn't win it. It wasn't in the cards for us. Joey, that's a really, really, really smart thing to say. <laughs> I've heard somebody else, a hockey expert, say that earlier, earlier today. <laughs> Don't let him oh, fool you. Oh, BK, you are back, my friend. You are not drunk. You are the, you are. Back. I don't know if that's the case, or you should be worried that you have the same take as BK. 100% <laughs> the latter. Joey Lusk. Maybe I'm drunk. Maybe I'm drunk. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, those those high noons are really still having a lasting impact on you, my man. Last question that I've got from you, Joey. I've heard this a lot over the last 12 hours or so since the Blues game came to an end. Blues are down 3-2 now. We saw this a year ago with them going down 3-2 against the Stars. They won that series in seven. How much does that experience, in your opinion, matter going into this Game 6 and hopefully then into Game 7? How much of that can they lean on having had that experience a year ago? I, I think it matters. I think that it's a situation where you're not going to be holding the stick as tight. You know, I think that you look at a young, immature team. If Vancouver was in our, in our place, I think they'd be really gripping the stick tight come Friday night. I think they wouldn't have been playing on their toes. They'd probably be playing on their heels a little bit because you never want to be the guy that makes the wrong play, especially in, a, in an elimination game like that. I think from a relaxed standpoint, to me, that that's where the veterans can play. That's where you look at the history. You can say, guys, we've been here before. We'll probably be, there, be through this again at some point. But you just go out there and you just play. Now, do I think uh, having the experience is, is one of the top things to have on Friday night? Absolutely not. I mean, we saw it, on, we saw it last night. Goaltending. I mean, you got to have a good goaltending, right? You got to have good special teams. You better be playing five on five. To me, those are the things that really matter. And if the Blues can take care of those things, then they'll be all set. But having that experience certainly does add a little bit of calmness to it. But I, I believe that Friday night is going to be a it's going to be a duel of goaltending, you know. And if we see Jordan Bennington back in that net, it's going to be mano a mano, Markstrom and, and Bennington. And and truthfully, guys, if the the only way the Blues I think still lose this series, 
and I don't know about you, Jamie and BK, but the only way I think they lose the series is if, if, if Markstrom just comes up incredibly huge because I think they're the better team. I think five on five, it's there. I, I'm looking at a Vancouver team. I don't think Edler's going to play. He, he took a, a skate to the ear hole last night. You know, you still don't have Tyler Myers. This is a better for worse decimated defensive group. They, they could be taken advantage of. You can exploit these defense. I mean, they're forwards. They got a couple top heavy lines. They don't have a lot of depth. The blues on paper are way better, but if they can't figure out Markstrom, it could be, it could be the end of the road. He's Joey Vitale. We'll watch it all tomorrow night right here on 101 ESPN. Blues versus Canucks game number six, pregame at 7.30 with Alex Ferrario. Puck drop at 8.45 with Joey in curbs. Joey, happy birthday, my man. I'm happy that you made it to 25, healthy and happy. We'll talk with you again soon, my man. 25. I feel like I'm 20. Thanks, boys. (laughs) You got it. That's Joey Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN.